Hello and welcome back to Equity, the TechCrunch podcast where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. It's all about startups, venture capital, and the greater world of business. My name is Alex and it is Monday, January 24th, 2022, which means that we have burned through nearly an entire month of Q1. I am kind of in awe of how quickly time flies. Anyways, this morning we're talking about the market massacre and a lot of startup news. And I mean a lot of startup news, but bad news first, then good news, I think so. Let's talk some chaos. I want to say good morning and all of that, but really it isn't if you own tradable assets. Looking around the world, European stocks are off sharply today. Asian stocks are mixed, but exchanges that are up are actually up a little, while those that are down are down a lot. In pre-market trading, the American stock market is set to fall, with tech stocks leading the way south. So it kind of feels like a repeat of last week when the news is bad, and worse if you care about technology companies. But really this morning, guys, it's crypto that is taking the most stick. After a lengthy period of declines, the crypto market is still falling apart with Bitcoin, Ether, and other major tokens falling more in the last few hours after sharp declines in the last seven days. And you know what's coming. Yep, we're going to talk some numbers. Bitcoin, currently at about $33,300 per coin, off roughly 7% in the last day and just about 22% in the last week. ETH, well, it's off nearly 12% in the last day and 32.5% in the last seven days. There's more carnage. I'll just pick out a couple more here. Uh, Cardano, I still don't know what that one does. Off 14% in the last day, about 37% in the last seven days. And then Solana, the darling of the blockchain, the future of crypto, the thing that VCs really believed in. Well, it's off 18% in the last day and 42% in the last week. That is a shellacking, I think. Also out there in the stock market world, Snap, the parent company of Snapchat, is selling off over a downgrade, which is pretty bad. So if you're thinking about the world of social media startups, a pretty bad morning for them. And what else is going on? Oh, yeah, Peloton. Well, it's being taken to task by an activist investor who is blaming it for being a terrible investment and asking for the CEO's scalp. And that means that Peloton has entered into the bargain bin territory of being everyone's kicking bag. So yeah, it's kind of more vultures and buzzards this morning than soaring, I don't know, what's the analogy here? Eagles? It's bad, is what I'm saying. And we've been in a risk-off moment in the public markets for so long now that it feels almost odd to pivot to the super exuberant startup market, but, you know, let's do just that. Startup land. While the public markets, your retirement savings or pension, or simply the value of your stock grant are taking body blows, the startup market is humming along like the punch bowl is fresh and the IPO window wide open to all comers. First to make this point for us today is Swiggy. Now, Swiggy is India's top food delivery startup, and it just raised a $700 million round just six months after securing $1.25 billion. So roughly in two quarters, it has raised nearly $2 billion or a billion dollars a quarter. That's quite the rate of accreting capital. Anyways, it is aggressively expanding its offerings to include instant delivery in the South Asian market, TechCrunch reports. Now, Invesco led this round, which was a Series K. And a Series K is not really a phrase you hear very often because most of the time companies go public by then. Not in this case, Series K, $700 million, valuing the company at about $10.7 billion. It was valued at $5.5 billion just last July. I'm not going to do the math about kind of valuation and accretion per month. You can do it yourself, but holy crap. Here's a data point that really stuck out to me. According to our own Manish Singh, at a valuation of $10.7 billion, Swiggy has surpassed the valuation of its 13-year-old chief rival, Zomato, which went public last year and whose market cap has shrunk to under $10 billion. This, to me, is absolutely wild. Essentially, Swiggy, private, raising tons of money, valuation exploding, 
its older sibling, if you will, Sumato, goes public, gets smashed, and no one seems to kind of note the discrepancy. Anyways, the new funding does follow a strong year for Swiggy, in which the startup nearly doubled its food delivery business's gross order value, kind of GMV, if you will. And critically, Instamart, Swiggy's instant delivery service, is set to reach an annual GMV run rate of $1 billion in the next three quarters, or kind of inside of 2022, according to the startup. This is very wild to me. The food delivery market has a history of mostly losing money, but it appears that GMV growth is still enough catnip to keep investors firmly on the hook. So I guess expect everyone to keep raising. Meanwhile, over in the US, Instacart needs to exit and suffered from slowing growth last year. Not a very good data point, if you will. While DoorDash in the US has also seen its share price fall from a high of about $257 per share to about $117 today, and it's off another 2.5% in pre-market trading. To summarize, I don't get it. Okay, going from the holy crap, that's aggressive bucket to the, oh, okay, I kind of see it bucket. Office Space just raised $150 million. And no, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about the company, Office Space, one word, capital S. According to Payments, a publication that I read quite often, quote, workspace management platform Office Space has received a $150 million investment from the investment firm Vista Equity Partners. Okay, fair enough. So private equity put in a bunch of money to Office Space. Does this make sense? Well, to answer that, we're going to have to know what office space does. And it turns out it helps you manage your office space, shockingly enough. Essentially, in this new hybrid work world, you have a different setup. People don't have maybe a desk for life. They might kind of hot desk and jump back and forth. And you need to know how many people are coming in and where they're going to be and all that. Well, office space has built software to help companies do just that. So the round is big. Like, wow, why do they need $150 million? But, you know, thematically, I can see it. Oh, and one more tiny one. TechCrunch covered Spectrum Labs this morning, which just raised $32 million for its work, providing, quote, artificial intelligence technology to platform providers to detect and shut down toxic exchanges in real time. So yes, dear listener, they are coming for your Twitter account. Okay, I'm kidding, but let's be clear. Moderating is hard work. It makes very few friends and is often human intensive. So this round kind of makes sense to me. Like given where we're all going, we all talk online. We're all kind of jerks. We need to have someone looking over us and we can't really pay humans to do it. So AI, I guess, maybe this is where we were always going to end up. I am very curious about growth and customer mix, but Spectrum Labs is one that I'm going to watch. Normally now in the show, I tell you about what Intel has done or what Google has done or, you know, something like that. Some big technology news to kind of set the stage for the week in startup land. But I'm not doing that today because I have a question instead. And here's my question. Uh, is the party over? It's a good question to ask. The value of software stocks has been falling for so long now that I almost forget what it was like to see those values just always go up like they used to. The IPO window is closed. Cryptos are selling off. SPACs are kaput. And it's just kind of a mess out there. Anyways, former TechCruncher and present day VC MG Siegler wrote about it. And I'm going to just go ahead and read a, a paragraph of his that I've excised a little bit. So roll with me here. Here's MG. I might suggest that for the 20th year in a row, we're not going to see a tech bubble burst because it's not and never was a bubble. Instead, perhaps it's best to think of it more like a balloon. And while those two can pop, they can also deflate over time. And I cut a little bit here. The air which had inflated earnings multiples to the moon in tech is slowly but surely coming out, returning the balloon closer to Earth. Now, I'm not sure that I 100% agree with that, but I do think it's notable to see better known money folks in the tech game coming out and saying like, hey, it's different now. I agree that things are changing. I might argue that the current pace of balloon air loss is edging more towards a rapid deflation than a slow leak, but that's semantics. This is all just something to chew on. 
things are definitely different everywhere but the startup market. That dissonance is the thing that I cannot get out of my head. And I've been writing about it so much. My editor, Annie Saunders, has asked me to stop. Um, I won't. This is the question that I'm thinking of next. As we know, the stock market's a mess. Late stage valuations are coming down for startups. When does that trickle all the way back to impact series A, seed, and pre-seed valuations? I think the answer is it'll take a while. But if this continues on the upper levels of the money game, it's going to trickle back down. That's something to think about. The party is either over ending on its way towards ending. Maybe we're at the exit getting our jacket. The party, though, certainly not in full swing. And that is the end of today's doom and gloom sad kid hour. Yes, you can turn off the emo now, take off the black eye makeup and put on a shirt that has colors. Congratulations. Anyways, equity is back Wednesday. We're back Friday. You can follow the show on Twitter where we tweet under the handle equity pod. You can follow me where I tweet under the handle at Alex and I will talk to you soon. Hugs, stay safe. Good luck. Bye.